0: Kufa Aleph, ladies first, not in the Shat Hila. The times that we live in are times of enormous gender confusion. And although it, it's primarily not in, in the Torah world, but um, it certainly has affected area of modern orthodoxy. And even in the Torah world, when, when there's a trend that is so powerful in the world, it affects everybody it, and, and it tends to distort the the Torah lens with which we look at the world. And, um, and interestingly, we, we didn't learn together those sugyas that talked about uh, the different types of, of gender in halacha, And it's not just male or female, as we saw. There's Andruginus and there's Tumtum. Uh, and although those are very specifically designed in terms of physical features, uh, are, very, are very clearly defined in terms of physical features, but the, the principle of those sugyas is to show that gender is not binary. Uh, that there is. It's amazing uh, how, when you learn those sugars and you see that Chazal understands the spectrum of gender. Uh, there's male and there's female, and most of us are in between. Uh, some more, more to the male, some more to the female, but every male has some female and every female has some male. These are, are forces, these are, uh, these are energies in the world. It's not just a physiology but the in terms of halachic definition we use we use physiology uh, but but today the the spectrum has become confused and uh, and and distorted so i just want to make that clear that halakha does recognize that it's not always binary on the other hand there are very clear halachic criteria for male and female and, and what they mean but yeah this is not so much as as halakhic criteria in the, in the simple sense of the world word, but but in understanding some of the niceties and the hierarchies and so on. The Gemara says, mm-hmm. or or as the Bach corrects it, ani mm-hmm. ani, which is the the tithe taken for the poor people, uh, every third year of so the year of the Shmiter cycle, it'll be year three and year six. Instead of giving maisar sheni, we give maisar ani to the poor people. And that's given not, at, not in the fields, that's given, and uh, not in the threshing floors, that's given in the homes, in the villages, in the towns. The poor person comes to the owner of the fields to their home, and, and that's where they dish out the maisar ani. And then not nimli shat khila, you give women first. There's a line of people outside your house. There are a line of poor people, they are men and they are women standing in the line. Or if it's a very frum area, there'll be two lines. There'll be a line for men and there'll be a line for women. You give the women first and the men must wait. And very often you'll hear that people saying this idea of ladies first, that's a Goyish idea. It's not a Jewish idea. A Jewish idea, men are first. Well, we see it's not, not so. Not because an, uh, you don't want to cheapen a woman. And to make a woman wait in line for food while a man gets the, goes before, cheapens the woman. And we're not allowed to do that. Omer Rav says, Originally, if I had two cases to deal with in my Beit Din, and one involved a men and one involved a woman or women, have a sharina de gav We're not talking about where one is a man and one is a woman. One party is a man or a woman because the choshe we know you've got to take the toveah first. The claimant goes first. We're talking where there are two cases: one involves women and one doesn't involve women. I used to take men first, says Rava. Amina de because they're high of and we'll see in a moment what that means. Kivan de but once I heard of this din that you give women first for. I first took the cases that had women involved, and then I took the men afterwards. My time in Ziluta, because of Ziluta. And Ziluta is not the same as today's um, trendy word of being offended. Uh, being offended, I always teach, is something you can choose. You can choose to be offended, or you can choose not to be offended. Nobody can offend you. You can choose to be offended. Uh, if if somebody calls you, an, uh, you know, somebody anti-Semitic makes a disparaging comment about Jews, I'm never offended by that. It, 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 you, what is it going to offend? I know I'm B'nai Avro, and Yaakov. I've got the Torah at Sinai. What some guy says in, in, is going to offend me? It doesn't offend me at all. Uh, I recognize it as anti-Semitic, but it doesn't offend me. I choose not to be offended by it. So uh, offense is something that... that the the recipient chooses or doesn't choose, but cheapening is something else. Cheapening is not dependent on the other person. It's depending on you. If you do something that cheapens another person, that's a problem, whether or not they feel cheapened. It doesn't matter whether the particular woman says, no, I'm okay, it doesn't bother me. Let the man go first. Uh, We're not allowed to do that because you, you can't do something that makes a person feel cheapened. So here we see that there's a tension in the hierarchy of importance. On the one dance as well, I used to take a man first because chayev of We'll see why that's important. Now I see it, not so simple. Now I take the woman first. So where does all this come from? In, in Horias, at the end of, of, the, of the Mishnah on, on Masechta Horius, we have these hierarchies where we see that something that is more frequent is more important. That goes against human nature. Human nature is when you see something or you encounter something you've never seen before. Wow, that's that's amazing! Somebody walks into shul, has never been to the minyan before. Wow, he gets an aliyah right away. Um, the idea of tadir, no, it's the people who are there every day. It's the things you see every day: a sunrise, a sunset. That's where you say wow. You go to the Grand Canyon, okay. It's nice, but it's not like every single day, a sunrise and a sunset. But we tend to take the sunrises and sunset for granted. In the Grand Canyon, that's amazing. Uh, so Tadir V'shea tadir is a way of looking at the world to give value to frequency. Mi Et and anything which has more Kedushah than, than the, an, another comes first. So if you're, you're dishing out honors, you're giving a person, an, a person an opportunity to do something, you're choosing objects, you'll always take the thing of greater Kedushah first. Leaving aside the idea of Malin B'Kodesh in Meridian, that's, that's a different issue. And then the Mishnah gives some examples. And then it goes on in the next Mishnah, <coughs> Mishnah Zayin, ish if if the, the question of how you've got to get men or women off the boat and there's only enough, there are only enough lifeboats for half the people, the men get it, not the women, not as they did it on the Titanic. Uh, that, all that's all other things being equal. Ula veda, and if you've got enough time to find some some lost property or to save some money for for a person in a business deal, a man comes before. But if it's a matter of providing clothing for somebody, the woman gets first. If it's a matter of getting somebody out of prison, the woman get, gets first. So there's certain things the man gets, there's certain things the, 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 women, the woman gets. And says the, the, the Rav, Rabbeinu Avadia, the, the Rav, who's the Rashi of the Mishnah, you can't learn Mishnah without the Rav, Shehu mekudash mena. the reason that an Ish comes before an Isha is because he has more kadusha. So this story that we give women in the, in the women's seminaries and at women's shirim, the reason that women don't have to do the mitzvahs is because they're on a higher standard, they don't need the mitzvahs. It's lies. And the women know it's a lie. And it's, it's just a platitude. It's, it's, it's not so at all. In terms of kedusha. a man has more kedusha than a woman. Why? Shaha chayav b'chol mitzvot. This is not something about personal preferences and what I think in my own philosophy. There's an objective way to measure kedusha. You measure Kedushah by the number of mitzvot and the number of halachot that apply to an object or to a person. Shabbat is, has more Kedushah than Yom Tov because there are more halachot. The um, Eretz the, Israel has more Kedushah than Chutzah, it's Yerushalayim, the Beis HaMikdash, the Kod Kadoshim, a Sefer Torah, a Beit HaKneset. These levels of Kedushah are determined by the number of halachot that, that they're subject to. So since a man is subject to more halachot, he entails more Kedushah. Now, that doesn't mean that he's better than or that he's greater than. As we'll see, that's a different measure. Better than and greater than is not the way you're you're born, as we learned on on Mm Daftsadiches, that it's not about, about things that you have instinctually or things that you're born with. That doesn't make you better or greater. But in matters of Kedusha, it does. And why is that? Because when it comes to Kedusha, what you're respecting is not the man or the object. You're respecting that for which it stands. So when you stand up for the Sefer Torah, you're not standing up for the parchment and the wood that's walking past you. You're standing up for what the Torah means. When you give Kedusha to a Besaknesis, to a Shul, it's not because the Shul has Kedusha, it's what the Shul means that, that has Kedusha. What you're respecting is the concept that is manifested by the object. If you regard the object as having Kedusha, you're into Avodah Zorah, then you're into idolatry. The whole the Jewish concept of, concept of showing COVID is you show COVID to the idea, to the concept that is behind the object, not to the object himself. So when you show kovid to a man over a woman, you're showing COVID to the mitzvahs, his chayev. That's what the kovid means. However, when it comes to, uh, to ziluta and to busho, the next thing the Rav says is, why does a woman come first for ksut? merubam me boshto shel ish. She gets more easily put to shame. She feels cheapened more. You can't show kavod at the expense of cheapening somebody else. You can show, you've got to show kavod, that's fine, but never at the expense of somebody else. And that's why Rova said, yes, I used to take the men first because they're chayev the is Or as the Meir, says, you, want them, you don't want them standing in a line. You want them to get back and do them. It's what they're chayev to do. They're chayev b'tal You want them to go and learn Torah. You don't want them to stand in a line. A woman's not chayev at Torah. So if the choice of who stands in the line, it makes more sense that the woman should stand in the line. But to show kavod to the man at the expense of a woman's feeling cheap that we're not allowed to do uh, and that we have to be very careful with. This that we show covered to the concept is, is why, and again, in Mishnahein, hey, in Horus, Kohen Kodem Levi Levi Israel, a Kohen comes first. You can't say, that, but now the Levi's offended, the Israel's offended. It's not about the person. And when we ask uh, Simon is called up first, it's not because Simon's such a great guy. He is such a great guy, but that's not the reason he's called up first. He's called up first because it so happens his grandfather and great-grandfather were on him. There's nothing to do with him. What we're showing honor to is that for which he stands. Mm-hmm. When, when the, we showed, call up Johnny second there, we're calling him up because he's a great guy. He is a great guy, but that's not why we're calling him up, Levi. We're calling him up because he's, we're showing COVID to the concept of Levia. Um, and then a Mamzer comes before an tin, a tin before a Geir, a Geir before an Eved Meshukra, And so, says the Mishnah, That's if they're all of equal stature. That's all talking about the way people are born. But if a person has worked on himself and become a great human being, that comes before anything else. That gets more covered than anybody. And there's a question as to why we then don't call the Talmud Chocham up before the Kohen. That's a, another discussion. But in terms of COVID, as somebody who's worked on himself and become great on, on his own, that he gets much more, much more COVID. And therefore, the Ritavot says on our Gemara, so now I understand that women have to come first, it says Maram, which is his Rebbe, the Ra'o, the who do lahavi And That's if the man isn't a Talmud Khochim. If the man is a Talmud Chochim, di ilo zilut adif. Now the question is, am I going to cheapen the woman or cheapen the Torah? That's my choice now. So then the Torah comes first. So now you've got a, a man is a Tamid chacham and a woman you don't want to cheapen a woman no but you also don't want to cheapen Torah. So if the man is a Talmud chacham who's worked on himself and become a great Talmud chacham and every minute that he's standing in the line he could be learning Torah, you show cover to Torah and you give him and you give him priority. Um, this idea we get him a the gittin the uh, holdover tolechol davos shebukadoshul rishon olavarik rishon from the kiddush we learn that we've got to be Mekadish the, the kohen. Again, it's kuhuno that we're showing Kadusha to. We're showing importance to the idea of, of Kadusha. However, the Gemara says in Megillah, Lefonov, <laughs> Chayev If a Talmud Chacham is in shul and they show covert to a Kohen who's an Amharetz, then the, the Gemara says a terrible thing. The Gemara says that Talmud Chacham is Chayev Misa. That's a terrible thing for a Talmud Chacham to allow himself to be cheapened, because it's not him they're cheapening, it's the Torah that they're cheapening. And he's high of Misa because he's causing the Torah to be cheapened. He, the tzamid Gochem, is allowing that cheapening, that causes the Torah to be cheapened, and it's something which, which he isn't, isn't allowed to do. So here we see there are these three levels, there's Kohen, Levi, these things that one's born with. There's men and there's women women have emotionally feel the cheapening more and one has to be very careful not to do anything that makes a woman feel cheapened. However, when it's a question of showing, making the Torah feel cheapened or making a woman or anybody feel cheapened, of course, the Torah gets priority. And that leads to the magistrate. We didn't have a chance to learn from Tzadiches, with why a gayer is so important, because the gayer made, made his own choices to become Jewish. Whereas a person who's born Jewish or a Kohen or a Levi, that's how it is. They're born, there's no special. The covert you're showing is because of the concept, not the person. But when you show covert to a gayer, you're showing covert to the person because of the choices they made. When you're showing covert to a Talmud Kochim, that's because the Talmud chacham has developed himself, has worked on himself, has learned a lot of Torah, has become a great human being, and now one's saying, Covered to the to the Talmud Chacham, as the Rambam says, there are three Ketarim, there are three crowns of majesty. If you're a Kohen, there's a certain majesty. If you're a Levi, there's a certain majesty. And as the Medra said in in, in Pashas Naso, you can't. Acquire Kuna you can't acquire Levia, you can't be naturalized. But then there's keta Torah, there's the, the, the crown, the majesty of accomplishment in Torah. Anybody who wants it can come and get it. And if somebody actually grabs it, if somebody takes it and invests the effort into becoming a Tammit Chachem, then they get that covered not because of them, but because of the Torah that they represent and the Torah that they live.